You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. This episode of Eight Minutes to Change Your Work Life is made in partnership with Optus Business. Great business starts with yes. If you Google how many meetings we should have in a day, the answer might surprise you. Meetings are a necessary part of work, but can be a huge time suck if we're in too many. So how do we make sure we only attend the ones we need to? From Mamma Mia, welcome to 8 Minutes to Change Your Work Life, the podcast that's here to improve your productivity in just a few minutes. My name is Deborah Ho, I'm a viral productivity expert, and every week I'm in your ears giving you the hacks you need to make your work lives easier, simpler, and overall, just better. Our guest today is Libby Sander, the Assistant Professor of Organisational Behaviour at Bond Business School. Like many of us, she is no stranger to a day full of meetings and understands how they can affect our mindset and our productivity. She's going to tell us exactly how many meetings we should have in a day, why meetings can be so draining, and how to improve your approach to them. Meetings are some of the things people often dislike the most about work. We are spending research shows between 10 and 23 plus hours a week in meetings. And this has a whole range of negative effects um, because only 50% of meetings are used effectively. What we're seeing is that people tend to over meet, especially since COVID, we think we should meet more. We need to make sure everyone knows everything that's going on. But a lot of the meetings we have are not really necessary or they could be done a different way. So I think there's no hard and fast rule, but certainly if you're spending 10 plus hours a week in meetings, I would be looking at how can we change this? The ideal number of meetings a day is a really topical uh, question, especially is it Zoom? Is it face-to-face? Many people find Zoom much more tiring, but I would say if you're having more than two to three meetings a day, and again, it depends on the length, then it's taking a big chunk out of your day. And also it's quite cognitively draining. So I would think about how you're structuring your day. Sometimes it's unavoidable, but you know, fewer meetings, the better, because a lot of knowledge workers have increasing amounts of focused, concentrated work they need to do on their own. And you just can't get to that when you're in a meeting. The ideal way to communicate if you're not in a meeting is going to depend on the issue and the person. For me, often that will be you know, a phone call if it's not a face-to-face conversation. I think a lot can get lost in email. There's a lot of issues that can come up. So depending on the topic, sometimes email is fine. But if you can actually talk to a person, you know, that's, I think, ideal. I think the one that people hate the most about meetings is the status update where you've got, you know, maybe a large number of people and we're going around the room and we're just getting everyone to sort of tell us what they've been doing. And some people use it as a chance to kind of show off to the boss, look how great I am. And we don't really need to meet to have status updates and what can happen is that people end up if they're in meetings too much they become very unhappy in their job and they also get this thing called meeting recovery syndrome so I don't know if listeners ever come out of a meeting and think oh you know now I don't feel like I can do anything for the rest of the day or the next two hours because I'm so drained by that meeting I think we forget that 
you know, if we're not in the office, the phone is a great way of catching up. A lot of people are sick of Zoom. When we're on the phone, we only have to listen to one voice. So for our brain, that can be a lot less draining. We can have one-to-one catch-ups. We can use the chat function. We can use email, shared documents, company intranets. So there is a lot of ways we can share information. And we have to remember that most employees and people, especially right now, are just overwhelmed and overloaded with information. So we don't have a lot of capacity. In Zoom meetings, it's really difficult because it's not natural that you can't read body language easily and know when's the right time to interject. And I'm sure we've all been in meetings where everyone's trying to talk at once and it's like a comedy skit. So have a structure, have a chair or someone who is making sure that everyone in the meeting gets a chance to speak and is engaged. Also make sure that it doesn't go on for too long. And again, same rules, you know, have an agenda, have a purpose, make sure only the people who need to be in the meeting are there and make sure it doesn't just run on and on. The meetings that we can't replace in general are ones where we need to make decisions on things as a group. We need to share information as a group, discuss ideas. And so they're the things that we should be focusing on to get together, making sure that, you know, we have only the people there that we need to be there and that it's a really valuable use of time. Because if people think, oh, we didn't need to do this or we could have done this a different way, straight away you've lost engagement and then that really undermines the value of the meeting. If you have a boss that really likes to have meetings and you feel like, I'd love to ask that question, do I really need to be there? Like Elon Musk said, just leave the meeting or refuse to attend if you don't think it's valuable. And that's probably okay for Elon Musk, but most people would feel quite anxious about that. So I think having a one-on-one chat with the boss and looking at what's the purpose of the meeting? How can I contribute? You know, what do you need from me? Letting them know what else you have on in your workflow. And that might lead them hopefully to say, oh, look, you you don't really need to be in this meeting or perhaps we actually don't need to meet. We could do this a different way. Keeping meetings efficient should be the focus of every person who's calling a meeting. Keep them to time. Don't book out an hour and a half in people's calendars. Think, can we meet in 30 minutes? Make sure that we have an agenda, you know, a really clear purpose, that we have the right people in the room and that we have someone who's leading the meeting, making sure that we are keeping to the purpose we were there for, that we're having discussions on the things that are relevant and then critically that we are making decisions and then making plans about who is doing those things following from the decisions and that there's a shared understanding about that because often there's nothing worse than being in a meeting where you sit there for an hour and then go away going, I don't know what we decided or what's supposed to happen next. Before we start the meeting, we should always make sure that there is a clear agenda and purpose. If there are things that need to be gathered in terms of information or side discussions beforehand, have those beforehand. And then in the meeting, we're just focusing on the important issues. After the meeting, everyone has clarity about what happens next. And if not, have those discussions offline. Sometimes important things come up in meetings, but they're not relevant to that topic. So it's important to say, that is a really good issue. We need to talk about this. Let's take that offline and talk about this after the meeting. So you're not taking up the meeting time and everyone else's attention who doesn't need to be involved in that. Today, we're finishing the show with something to make your work life just that little bit better from our presenting partners, Optus. Managing your time efficiently can make the world of difference to your working day. 
At Optus, we've developed Business Mobile Plus, a solution that's yours to build the way you want. You can add more SIMs as your team grows and remove them if you're scaling down, depending on your plan type. Plus, with no locking contracts, you can fit and flex to suit your business. You can even unlock greater discounts the more SIMs you add, so your savings grow with your business. Terms and conditions apply. To find out more, visit optus.com.au slash businessmobileplus. That's it for 8 Minutes to Change Your Work Life this week. We'll see you again next week. This episode of 8 Minutes to Change Your Work Life was made in partnership with Optus Business. Great business starts with yes.